On Education's FETC 2020 coverage is sponsored by Fidgets. Fidgets are interactive USB sensors that bring your code to life. There's no soldering or wiring required. Simply plug in a fidget sensor, write code in your favorite language, and watch your ideas come alive. Fidgets are used by thousands of STEM professionals globally and are now available for computer science students. Simply go to Bitly Fidgets on Education to get your introductory kit that includes a free sensor worth over $50. That's Bitly Fidgets on Education. I couldn't assemble IKEA furniture with my wife. <laughs> we couldn't find <laughs> without parking a, in Miami Without yesterday. a battle royale occurring in my house. All right, we are here at FETC with the Merrills, Kristen and Joe Merrill. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yes, thanks for having us. This is exciting. So much is going on. It's been quite a whirlwind and we've only been here for 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) And 2020 is like shaping up to be like a kick-ass year. This is going to be an awesome year. Yeah, we've been coining it the year 2020 vision, right? Having that 2020 vision. (laughs) Right. Everything's going to be crystal clear this year. (laughs) So for people who don't know who you are, both of you, the power couple, or whatever. Oh, that's a couple. Too kind. Wow. Um, tell tell everybody, introduce yourselves. Tell us uh, a little bit about what you guys do and how you do it. All right. So I'm Kristen Merrill. I'm a fourth grade English language arts teacher. I've been teaching for about 13 years now. Um, and I just have a love of teaching littles, but not the little littles like Mr. Merrill. And I just enjoy seeing kids own their, own their learning through just embracing their creativity and the collaboration and just really striving to make learning student-centered. It's kind of been my passion. Uh, my name is Joe, and I'm a first grade teacher, and my ultimate goal is just to make sure that uh, people out there understand that littles can do it, too. So yes. we put devices in front of kids, you know, finding ways to make the uh, the learning an experience and really making sure that we, we hit those standards hard, but at the same time, figuring out really engaging, highly engaging ways to, yeah. to capture the learning for students, and really about the creativity, making sure that they're the, the creators of the content rather than the consumers. Preaching mm. to the choir, man. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, There's love, a lot of people that this. just went... Yeah, <laughs> um, my my wife's about. a kindergarten teacher. Oh, bless her! I was just gonna say, um, bless her. I uh, could not teach grade one if I tried. I have tried. I, I taught grade two to eight. Okay, uh, computer science when I taught, and um, uh, bless you all. <laughs> kindergarten grade one teachers are my heroes. All of them, especially like the ones that are like also trying to because. I'm not going to say innovating in primary is hard, but like you got to keep them going and right. like it's getting it, beyond the management of it, right? Oh it's not just God. managing yeah. them, but also teaching them how to manage themselves and, mm-hmm. and little lives. You got to keep just, them busy. You got to. So. Boy, oh boy. And I, um, I'm big into like, so my day job, uh, is educational robotics and there's a product called Metatalab that has, is fairly new. They, they actually have a booth here. You should go check cool. them out, oh, awesome. but they are, specifically k-2 coding oh wow awesome and it's amazing and it changed like when you see it in like a k-2 classroom being used you're like this is what i've wanted my whole life and like things are starting to happen like i've been preaching k-2 coding for the last year like aggressively i think it's like a big space that isn't being because i think you just said like you just it's Kids can, littles can do it too. Right. right. Is, a, is, a, is a great way to yeah, put it. Yeah, and right? as they get older, they start to 
be scared and afraid of making mistakes, but mm. the little kids aren't scared no at fear. all. No. They're like, Zero they will dive fear. right in. And so they're almost the perfect ones to start with because they're open to all of the possibilities. Yeah, and they have such a passion for school, you know? Yeah. So you, you want to make sure that they don't That's lose awesome. that and hold on to that for as long as possible. I'm very interested because my wife is also a language arts teacher. And so we share, we actually are in the same school even together, right? And I don't know if you guys are in the yes. same school. Okay. We are. So, oh, you, that's, so, that's so, awesome. So you're in the same school, you come home, and this is exactly our lives right now too, <laughs> where it's hard to turn off that that work world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, our plot thickens even a little more because yeah. this year – is a special year for us. Um, we have two children yes. and one of them happens to be in fourth grade and one of them happens to be in first grade. So and sometimes they're you can in see, your school. Yes. yes. They're in, and they're in our classrooms. Oh my and you're teaching So your we're kids. teaching our fantastic. own children. Wow. So we kind of grabbed onto that what a Not year. thinking we yeah. ever were going to do that. Sure. And are, I've been really blessed by that and have learned a lot from the parent side as well as the teacher side because your kids will tell you exactly what they think of that lesson. And so where your kids <laughs> in your <laughs> class may not give you your whole their whole oh point God. of view, oh, my son will. And so yeah. it's been really fun to kind of bounce ideas off of him and get his own um like take on things when afterwards or ask him ahead of time, like, what do you think if we did yeah. this or, and giving that ownership, that's been kind of fun, but we do try to turn it off as best we can. Um, our sons play baseball. So we like to go out and, and just play baseball or go shoot hoops in the yard. Or we try a lot to, to keep things turned off until they go to bed. Yes. And then once they go to bed and then if we need to, you know, go back and visit things or talk about things, but we don't share a ton from our own classrooms unless we need to bounce ideas we'll what? see it on twitter yeah so. <laughs> well no and I, and I would just i was just thinking about that too so you're layering all these things we have two kids too exactly this kind of same we, we have never taught our kids so that that just adds that extra element it's interesting but you then co-authored this book yeah. too so i'm just thinking about my wife and i we're already like living in this space and we need to take a step back from away from it just so that we can you know, have a relationship and that it be an edgy relationship, okay. you know, it actually be a relationship. <laughs> and, and then you guys have this extra layer, which you decided, mm -hmm. Hey, we're going to write this amazing book and you did it. And how did that all come about? And I got, yeah, I got to say first though, I, couldn't assemble IKEA furniture with my wife. <laughs> we couldn't find without parking a, in Miami without a battle royale occurring in my house. Yeah, let alone writing a book it's together. Well, those IKEA directions don't make sense to me either. That's what she's for. <laughs> so um, I understand what you're saying. But you made a good point. Like it's kind of knowing your strengths, just like you tell your kids in your classroom. Everyone has their own strengths, and we work off of them. We definitely have our own strengths. You know, mm. I, I, I I'm organized. I tend to plan, and I'll mark things down. I'll make a list, and then I'll hand it to him and say, Hey design this, get this out, um, tweet this out. You know, he's got the humor. He's got that um, con conversation with people that that I may not do as well, being a little bit more introverted. Or So we've kind of took taken a while, you know, and we were also doing a home renovation. So we're in part of this, <laughs> oh, out of our that, house. I mean, like, just, just great. I mean, that factor right there. <laughs> the fact that we're still married, is, yes. I think this is, this is good. It's a miracle. But yeah, yeah, we just kind of learned what we're each good at and, and have given grace to the other one on the things that they're not good at and understand that, like, I don't expect – all of these things to be done from the other person. And mm -hmm. I think we've worked it out pretty well. Would you, would you agree? I, I completely agree. I mean, 
That's a smart I, man. I'm a smart man, so <laughs> I know what to say here. Yes, yes, I was gonna dear. Yeah. Yes. No, I mean, it's definitely, um, it's it's challenge, you know, finding the, the appropriate balance, but I think you're right. I think that we just kind of have figured out a way to, you know, kind of uh, uh, put it in our heads where, okay, we know that you're better at this and I'm better at this, and how can we make this uh, done the most efficient way possible, I guess. Yeah, I so. mean, prioritize. You know, there like, there's days where, we kept the kids alive at school. We did some good learning and we came home and I didn't cook dinner, yeah. you know, and we just no, picked something up or we grabbed sandwiches and went down to the beach or, you know, and, that, and that's okay. Or there's days that I forgot to sign my son's take home folder or whatever. Well, you know what? I saw it anyway. So you I can just, tell you which days you forgot to sign that take home. I know. Actually. And see, that's what we try to do. We try to balance. Like I try to look at the little one stuff a little more because he's not with me all day. And then Joe tries to handle the older one stuff. So, so when they're having those conversations about school, it's with the the other one. That's smart. Yeah, so it kind of helps balance it out. But Sounds they've like enjoyed a really it. Smart. Uh, I mean, the entire your entire relationship, much less like the partnership of just trying to get together and partner with someone to write a book in general, would be complex. But you add the complexity of 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 you know being spouses, being married. That's freaking awesome. I mean, I, and Thank then you. and then I I was looking through your book, and we are just blown away by by it and the content and the ideas that you're presenting because we've had conversations on the side that there seems to be a lot of education books that come out that seem to be a repeat idea of something mm-hmm. that has already been done mm-hmm. unfortunately mm-hmm. and this is not the case oh, so awesome. yeah tell us you. tell us more about okay about that. so yeah. the book we tried our best to make it as a device agnostic or app agnostic as we could like we want to make it as appealing to everyone because the idea of engaging students is something that should be happening in every classroom yes. and so here i'll talk first you can talk about the second because you that's your favorite part <laughs> so the first part of the book is all kind of the why we believe in teaching the way we do what interactive learning means what interactive teaching is a little bit of a framework and how you kind of go through that process of creating lessons that are more student-centered and what do you do when it doesn't work and how do you revisit those goes into creating you know little things that maybe aren't as tech related to create meaningful relationships with your students Mm -hmm. with their parents which I feel like is often very much overlooked how to bring in parents to help because the majority of the time they do want to help. They just don't know how. Mm-hmm. And then things you can just do in your classroom to set up your classroom and give the kids a space where they feel like they own it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's their room that they learn in there. And so the whole first half of the book is um, a lot of that, a lot of quick ideas, photographs from our own classrooms, lesson ideas, things that we've done. Um, we wanted to make the book as authentic as we could. And we didn't want teachers to read through it and go, oh, that sounds great. That's never going to work. So all of the mm. things that are in the book are things that we have done, that we have that tried, that we have so, used. Just that <laughs> is like so underrated because like, I mean, you can write all day mm-hmm. about stuff, but doing it is a totally different thing. And you guys know those presenters when you hear mm-hmm. people say things, you're like, yeah, that sounds great, but yeah. that's not going to work. That's not how it yeah. transpires in my room. Totally. So that leads to the second half of the book. Yeah. So the second part uh, features a couple of our favorite apps, uh, Flipgrid, Buncee, uh, doing, there's a bunch of them in there. Um, but what we do is we try to break down the lessons and explain to you first how the tools work, mm-hmm. uh, and then actual proven lessons that we've done in is even in first grade classrooms, you know, uh, so they're doable that anybody can do these. Um, and they, we break them down step by step. And the thing that I, I, that's my most favorite about it is that there's QR codes and links everywhere. So the actual book itself is interactive. It's a resource. Um, it's yeah. a resource. Huge yeah. resource. Uh, a lot of the QR codes are with the Flipgrid AR feature. So when you actually go and you scan that with a Flipgrid 
app. They'll open up and it'll actually be us in the book, which mm. is really cool. Yeah, kind of giving you a little summary um, of so what exciting. the book's about. Yeah, it's really neat. Um, and then there's a lot of links to like pre-made templates and things like that so that you don't have to worry about getting started. It's already ready for you and all you have to do is download it, figure out how it meets your standards and, and go for it. Seems like yeah. perfect. I work as an instructional coach now, uh, former teacher, for our professional development kind of book studies or just to tackle these types of things and really have some examples already kind of laid out so that you can tackle it as a you know as a cohort or exactly. even at, at, at a specific school which that's actually what i'm going to be doing is pitching that idea for, for you guys because we were talking about some of those concepts that you guys actually have already done which is that's the biggest thing about a lot of times when we're talking about instructional coaching we were like we're trying to find examples of people that have done these things at a high level mm. and it's very difficult to find those specific there's a lot of stuff out there sure people are like just google blah 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 yeah there's a lot of just things but there's not a lot of like tight things that could actually be applied that can then reiterate them and and then push them into my classroom. Exactly. Too. And then once you start doing, maybe you start one of the lessons and you start getting familiar with that application, then your brain starts to go and you're like, oh, oh, I could have done it here. I could have done this there. I could, And then it'll start the creativity with that teacher to kind of em- embrace their own learning style and environment and the kind of ways they teach. And they can, can, can let it kind of go from there. But we want our relationships to be interactive and we tell people when they buy the book, reach out to us. Like, mm. You know, if, if you need help, we had people mm. as we learned these things that we had to ask questions to. We didn't just like pick it up and, and figure it out. I mean, there's one app in there that my son figured it out. I was like, I can't do this. And I, he started and I just kind of played along. I'm like, oh yeah, that's exactly, yep, keep going. And I'm like <laughs> watching because I didn't know. And, and sometimes it's that fear of not knowing. And so we always tell people, reach out to us, email us. Another thing I like about the book is throughout it, there's a lot of call outs and things from a lot of our colleagues mm-hmm. and educators around the country that have their own special niche and their own special place that they're really good at that we kind of wanted to highlight. Like, hey, you really want to learn about Flipgrid subplans? Check out this person. This is the person who started it and did yeah. it. Kyle Hamstra. Yeah. Yes. You know, I wasn't going to name drop, but, you know, because there's so many in there. So but follow him on Twitter. He's awesome. He's awesome. But And so we try to do that as well. So mm. you could not only get all these ideas, but you can also grow your, your, your network and, yeah. and teachers to follow and people that we would so well, we totally. follow and are inspired by. I think it's also important to note too, that, uh, there's a lot in the book too, about parent interaction. So, you know, make sure that the parents are a part of that interactive experience as well. Um, and making sure that they know what's happening in the classroom mm-hmm. at all times and how you can go about doing that really taking down. I know it's kind of cliche now taking the, the walls down and making them into yeah, yeah, windows, yeah. you know, but more so giving them a 360 view of what's happening throughout your day, uh, your, throughout your week. And we kind of go through a little bit of how we do that and we, how we've had success with that. Um, but you know, really making sure that your parents are involved in learning because without them, you're going to be lost. And uh-huh. let us know about book talks. Cause that's the next thing we're working on is we're putting together a big um, kind of PDF walkthrough of people. We've already had a couple orders of people buying the book for their school. And so I think we're going to have some questions with each chapter in the beginning. And then um, towards the back, we may go by apps. So like if they want to do like a specific app a week or as a, you know, we'll have some ideas, maybe some even like action items that you guys could go out and do. So we're in the process of getting that together as well. Oh, so awesome. So let's nerd out a little bit, Joe. All right, let's do it. On um, book design. <laughs> sure. Because I, every time, especially some of these, especially the the hyper creative books that we've come across, like um, like Mike, Michael Cohen's book. Uh, He's ge- awesome. Geeking yes. out over book design is my jam. And um, you've done, 
a hell of a job on this. Well, thank you. It, it, was, is, it was not just me. Kristen it was, was a big and we had the it. most amazing editing team, too. Yeah. Our publishers, Elevate Books, they really helped guide us. They never said no. They always just gave us advice along the way that kind and of refined our thinking. there's a lot of experience there. Oh, my goodness, yes. And so we were very thankful for that. Right. And so we have to do give our props. But Mr. Merrill's a little bit picky. on the picky yeah. side. Let's I just say that. And we've talked about this yeah. off air. Own it. Like, I mean, <laughs> just own it. It's, I mean, I can't say it enough. It's your legacy. It's, it's the thing that you've put out into the world that is going to be with you the rest of your lives. And you got to be damn proud of it. You got to want to like show it to people and say, look at this thing that we yeah. did together. So and I, I was almost fi- finished with uh, college with, with a graphic design degree. And I was like a credit or two short. And I yeah. go into this a little bit in the book. Yeah. But there's a reason why I quit. Um, and asked me like about, six months before he got married, by the yeah. way. Oh boy. Dropped that one it down was, the table. She was totally cool with it. I was, I was surprised. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, ask me about my comic sand story some other time. Um, but anyways, oh so yeah, exactly. Uh, so I just, I couldn't do it anymore. And I was like, you know what? This is not for me. I always wanted to work with kids. Yeah. And so that's kind of where the design part comes from. Um, but uh, we're, we're very particular with it because, you know, at the end of the day, like it's another form of engagement, you know, like mm-hmm. you, you've got to be visually appealing and it's got to capture the attention. Otherwise, it's it's just boring and dry. Well, and Nobody design can be it. organizational, too. So the organizational brain, quick, chunked easy things to go through and read through to find. I hate when I go through a book and I can't find what I'm looking for yes. too. And it's I also think- in weird ways, a language like it's spe- like mm-hmm. when I look through a book, I'm looking for the things like I was like, I knew as soon as I started flipping through the pages that I was going to like it because of the way it was designed. Right. I knew that if you put enough thought, if you put this much thought into the like the page where you could just write notes and you left a big open spot you didn't even put a border around it you just put a little because that's a design decision mm-hmm. like i mean you could put a border around it and you may have even had those conversations do we put a little black but it boxes you in mm-hmm. that's exactly we do actually did have that conversation and um we use some tools where we're from called thinking maps and one there's a lot of scientific research that goes behind when you put a box around something your brain just shuts off right yeah. away and so we actually it's are very careful thing. yeah absolutely we, we're very careful not to do that just to make sure that, you know, there's always that room for creativity, you know, and always room to expand those thoughts. That's the educator meeting the book world, because when you tell a book um, editor or a publisher that you want to leave a blank page, they're like, absolutely not. Yeah. Right. Like, no, 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 trust me, we're going to have some blank pages. And, and the and, educators go, yeah, you know, and so it's those little things like, I mean, funny things like we have. A, a font that we always like to use. I and mean, we want to look at it and think, oh, that looks like the murals. That feels like the murals. And like, we don't do fonts in all caps. We're like, well, maybe we can. Why not? You know, like, you know, and, just, and it's just been a lot of fun like that. And they played off really well, too. And some of the design elements where they put things in, even like the margins and things like that was them. Right, Once yeah. they kind of felt out what yeah. we were looking for. And we are really pleased. Funny, we didn't pre-order the book. So we didn't the put word, it on pre-order. Yeah, yeah we, we uploaded it and Amazon's a funny thing and it was taking a really long time and we were so frustrated that I kind of talked with um, Holly Clark, one of our um, Elevate mentors, team members, yeah, yeah. Yep. mentors, yep. and she was like, well, I said, Holly, I don't really buy books on pre-order. Can we just launch it? She's like, I guess. Try it. So we launched it. And we nice. were literally launching this book and we hadn't even had a copy in our own hands yet. Oh, yeah. Other people got it before and we And they were getting <laughs> so, the book delivered like, to their doorsteps and we're like, oh my gosh, like that's what it looks like. So when it came in, it, was even, it, looks like. it was even more special. We actually <laughs> ordered our first copy on Amazon because wow. it took 
it was quicker to get that way than to get wait for the big boxes of the yeah. books. But even that, like, they were like, oh, I don't know. Everyone does it this way. And we're like, well, why? Like, we didn't write it for us. You wrote it for everybody else. So mm-hmm. let it out, you know? And it's just been really kind of cool to and see. What an engage. experience probably seeing your book for the first time. It, so surreal. It so was surreal. really cool. We actually let our little son, our younger one, open the package. Yeah. Only because he's the only one that's like completely oblivious and has no idea what's going on. The older <laughs> no, one knew. No idea how big a deal yeah. it is. I mean, he doesn't even know we wrote a book, really. Like, And he sure. opened the package and he gets it out and... He was he very disappointed missed. to know it was a book because he saw the Amazon <laughs> he thought package. it was a toy. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I know Mr. Merrill's kind of, I'm like, oh, this, you know, six-year-old's like, what's the first thing so you look funny. at a book and title and author? And he like takes the book, he like puts it up in front of his face because he doesn't even know what kind of reaction to show us. And we're like, no, what? And he goes. He like did that double take. Oh my gosh. Know? And he reads it off and it was like a really sweet, oh, that's a sweet fantastic. memory. Yeah, like, genuine, yeah. And then uh, we, we fought and said we probably should have ordered two because like the rest of the night we just kept wanting to look at it oh, and yeah. go through it. But, but you, you know, design is a big thing too. I think that uh, we need to teach to our students. Mm-hmm. You oh, know? Amen. And, and amen. even at a young age, like, you know, letting them know that like, no, you can't put a box in front of your face in a video. Like that's not appropriate. No, you shouldn't be even simple things. Like when you record a video, how to appropriately record a video, Mm. this is their future. And you know, it's up to us as educators to be teaching those things and really making sure that, uh, they know what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. And I'm I'm thinking like clip times like when they waiting before you record your thing, or even when you make a visual, that idea of drawing your eye around the whole page and what's the main message you're trying to get across. And those kinds of things we have all the programs yes. but I taught, teaching them i taught rule of thirds mm-hmm. yeah. photography like i taught a photography unit yeah That's and, ta- awesome. and taught about like like that this and but i didn't just teach the rule of thirds and the technique like in the sense that just i didn't i wasn't basic i didn't say just make sure that things are off to the side a little bit I talked mm-hmm. about why, and I talk, you talk about the science. You talk mm-hmm. about how in advertising they know that this works and that your eyes are directed to these four locations in a photo mm-hmm. first. And, and, and so if you put them there, that's what you're going to see in focuses of attention and well, stuff Well, it gives like the that. kids a sense of advocacy too because then they'll start looking at things and be like, oh, I noticed that on that advertisement. Right? Yeah, yeah, guys, yeah, they're yeah. trying to get you. Like, you know, and, and giving them that, that knowledge, yeah. too, is important. So you go into, like, then you can go into, like, digital literacy, and mm-hmm. it's like, why are they taking pictures of things this way to make you want to look at it and want it because of the way, and that the photograph is doing that. Like, so you can talk about digital right. literacy, and there's, like, a whole, and all that you talked about was a photo. Yeah. So there's, like, there is this whole vocabulary and glossary and language and appendix to design that that we're just starting again, just starting to scratch the surface of talking about. That's so so yeah, exciting to cool. talk about. How can people connect with you, reach out to you, learn more about you, buy the book? Oh my gosh, I feel like we're everywhere. Share, share all of that. <laughs> so stuff. if you're interested in just like be starting, because we talk about this in the book as well, like getting on social media. And, and there's different levels of being engaged. So if you just kind of want to lurk and watch and see what's going on, um, more grade specific, we each yeah. have our own Twitter handles. Yep. Um, so mine's at friends and fourth and mine is at Mr. Merrill's class. So that's more if you just want to, oh, I want really some good primary ideas or I want English ideas. Um, and then we have a joint account at the Merrill's EDU where we share some of the same things. We try to share a little bit more of like the how we did how it rather than just yeah. like here's the, what the cool thing the kids made. Um, and a lot of our webinars and, you know, those kinds of things. Obviously, the book yes. um, is through there. And then we're also on Instagram on all the same handles. Yeah, all the social media outlets. It's just the same. Uh, the Merrill's EDU, two R's, two L's, double the fun because there's two of us. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's a good one. You um, should tag that one. Yeah, that very one. nice. That's a sticker. Yeah. And then oh. uh, we have uh, the Merrill's EDU.com. 
Uh, yes. That's our website. And, uh, yeah. and our blog's attached to that as well. So you can go in and kind of read some of the past things. We like to curate a lot of the lessons, too. That a lot, many are from the book yep. um, mm-hmm. in there. And the book is available on Amazon. Um, and uh, yeah. It's on sale for the month of January. It is. Yes. We have a book bundle going on. So if you do buy it in the month of January, there's uh, some freebies and some goodies and stuff that we'll send you. Fantastic. So, yeah. There you go. The Interactive Classroom, out now. Yeah, the Interactive Class. You got to look. Get your copy. The Merrills, thank, thank you for you so joining much. us. Thank, thank you so much. And Joe, thanks for, thanks for coming on. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to On Education. My name is Glenn Irvin. My co-host is Mike Washburn. On Education is part of the On Podcast Media Network. You can listen to this show and many others by great educators like Monica Burns, Mike Matera, Tisha Richmond, and many more by visiting onpodcastmedia.com. Want to get in touch with us? Check out our website at oneducationpodcast.com. You can tweet us at oneducationpod. Mike is at Mr. Washburn on Twitter. And I can be found on Twitter at Irv Spanish. You can find us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash oneducationpod. We're also on Instagram at oneducationpod. If you're enjoying the show and think others would too, we would be thrilled if you shared it with them. Please leave us a rating or review in Apple Podcasts or the Google Play Store. When you leave a rating, it gives our rankings a boost. This helps others discover the show. We want to thank our presenting sponsor, Classcraft, for supporting us. Check out classcraft.com slash oneducation to learn more about them. Thanks as always for listening. Stay awesome and see you soon.